Hello and thank you for tuning into the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, August 16. Let's jump into today's top stories. Influencer founder and CEO Jim Cavale will step down as CEO and Chief Innovation Officer for Teamworks, while remaining an advisor and shareholder for the parent company. Influencer associate GM Sean Kelly will step in to succeed Cavale. Teamworks CEO Zach Mauride said, Jim has really worked hard to develop, and Sean Kelly, a successor that is not just going to career influencer forward from where it is today, but I think Sean has really crafted a vision for where influencer needs to go over the next 10 years. What's exciting is now he's got a chance to execute that and really carry forward the legacy of what Jim has established here at Teamworks. I'll leave it to him as to how he wants to unveil what he's doing next, but suffice it to say that I think it's going to be incredibly impactful. I think he's going to bring the same passion and drive he has brought to everything in his life and I think at the end of the day he's probably going to transform the industry again because that's just what he does. Oregon State AD Scott Barnes tells the Oregonians Nick Daskal that OSU is committed to rebuilding the Pac-12, nothing's easy, given the circumstances, but I think it's our best path forward. Will it be perfect and will it be the same? No. But the opportunity to build back and keep originality in play to a degree is important. With less choices, you have less of a path to stay completely on the West Coast. As far as a timeline for hopefully getting Stanford and Cal on board, Barnes says, we can't wait a month. I'm hopeful that it stays. Without identifying specific schools, Barnes says he sees 8 to 10 teams to start with and envisions the schools would use the Pac-12's assets, such as existing media rights, emergency fund, NCAA tournament units and the Pac-12 network to attract high-caliber programs to build this back. Of particular note, Barnes says Commissioner George Klyovkov has not been involved in our conversations and says of Klyovkov's future, that will be a presidential decision in terms of what happens there. Arizona State President Michael Crow remarked on Friday that, we had what I thought was a great offer from Apple. Most of the fan base didn't think it was a great deal but I don't think they knew that much about it. Crow believed the Pac-12 would receive more than the base amount with increased subscription numbers, similar to how MLS deal with Apple has played out. So basically what the Apple deal was is Apple would spend $500 million the first year to take all of the football games, all the men's basketball games, all the women's basketball games, digitally capture them and make them available to everyone. You could play the games whenever you wanted to play them. That's a huge, huge, huge thing. All of the data from those games would be available. You could zoom in on the player, you could zoom in on great plays. You could be watching all the games at the same time if you wanted. There was going to be a fee for that, subscription, and that was the big uncertainty, and then a guarantee of a certain income to the schools. And then a joint partnership going forward of anything about the guarantee would be a 50-50 to split. Most of us thought that was a pretty good deal, including me. Along the way, others didn't think that was a good deal. At the last second, the Big Ten, working I would guess with their media groups, Fox, CBS and NBC, picked off two teams. With the realignment volcano temporarily dormant, Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty reports that North Carolina AD Bubba Cunningham is the key administrator among the four ACC schools of UNC, NC State, Clemson and Florida State, who are opposed to adding the Bay Area schools. One source tells Forty, he's the loose block in the Jenga Tower. In response, Forty notes that members of the USOPC have reached out to Cunningham to voice their concerns about what the diminishment of Stanford and Cal's athletic programs would mean to the American Olympic team. Stanford has produced the most American Olympics of any university, and Cal has produced the fourth most. 
Cunningham is a member of the USOPC board and oversees a powerhouse program of his own in the Olympic sports. Former Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren tells NBC Sports Peter King that the business of college sports evolved much quicker than the operations and legislation of college sports and also notes a potential new domed stadium in Chicago would pursue hosting Final Four-slash-college football playoff. LifeWallet CEO-slash-prominent Miami supporter John Ruiz is the subject of a lawsuit filed by Kano Health, which argues LifeWallet owes the healthcare provider $67 million. Kano, which itself is struggling and is also the subject of a LifeWallet suit, for the Miami Herald's Ben Weeder and Jay Weaver, alleges LifeWallet is a sham and effectively a Ponzi scheme that has made misrepresentations in contract agreements between the two companies. Kano also argues that LifeWallet has used the value of health insurance claims it obtained from Kano and other companies to prop up an absurdly overinflated valuation. In its lawsuit against Kano, LifeWallet argued that the dispute should be handled through mediation or arbitration, as it said the companies had earlier agreed. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, August 16. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.